mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage or Martinis. I'm Adam, here's Danielle. Hello. I'm, um, I'm getting a little bit drunk a little bit too early. I've only had like five sips of my drink or so. Well, the, this is the first it. drinks we've had in a really long time. It sure is. And I, I, I want to get into that in a little bit because I, I have a, a little bonus stuff you asked me to get into later. Okay. And that's kind of part of it. So, okay. So, yeah. So, sorry. Um, sorry, everybody. <laughs> I hope uh, I come across okay on this episode. Well, when we have, when we've had episodes in the past where we say that we're drunk, people are like, you're not drunk enough. You don't sound drunk. Isn't that weird? And we're like, I fully felt drunk. In all of our uh, episodes, and somebody says to me, remember in episode whatever, and you said, I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anything I said in any episode. <laughs> I guess we come across uh, okay, which is so weird because we are, I don't know, <laughs> right? Well, it depends. <laughs> not every episode. No, of course not. But, you know. But the episodes that we clearly state, like, we are drinking, we're drunk. Right. People are often like, you guys didn't sound nearly drunk enough. So. All right, good. Or maybe not good. <laughs> right. But well, it's been a while, so we are feeling this, that we are both just having a, a one drink and we both feel it, which is, I think, indicative, number one, of the fact that we haven't had a drink in a while and maybe indicative of the fact that we're fucking old. We're not. And I, I wish you would stop saying and feeling that way because we're not that old. The pandemic has aged me yeah, it has. exponentially. Yeah, it has. Mm-hmm. I'm fully aged I from know. this pandemic. Yes. You're like I, ready for grandchildren. I am like the woman who lived in the shoe. <laughs> I, didn't I know think what to she do. was like actually 28, but they <laughs> always made her out to be very, very old because all she did was like take care of these kids in the shoe. And that's how I feel. I feel like I live in a closed shoe with a bunch of kids and I'm just screaming to get out. Okay. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. You live in a shoe. All right. Kind of. <laughs> I don't know. There's not a lot of light in this house. <laughs> We're working on it as we can. Right. Yeah. Uh, so what are what what is this episode? What are we talking about here? Is this like a plethora of things? Look at you go, plethora. Oh, I got it from Three Amigos. That's how I learned that <laughs> word. <laughs> Perfect. Do you even know what a plethora is? <laughs> um, and I learned arugula. From uh, my blue heaven, right? It's a vegetable. <laughs> it is a vegetable. So I uh, listen. People who follow us on Instagram, you know, if you listen, if you are a, a steady podcast listener of Marriage and Martinis, you know 
June is the Super Bowl in our house. June is the Super Bowl without the fun of the Super Bowl. It's just basically... No, Super Bowl is one day. Right, but there's like a whole lead up to it. And, you know, the world is like getting ready and excited. So June for you in the party industry is graduations. Mm -hmm. And... It, this year, especially since last year, people couldn't celebrate graduations. This year, people were like, well, I am celebrating, you know, times 100. Yeah, people are celebrating everything right now, like hardcore, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. But I'm exhausted for a good reason. But yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's been insane. And I wanted to say, I apologize to everybody that I have not been around for the month. And we've re we've released a bunch of um, interview episodes, which are fantastic, by the way. Just because it's not just you and I, Danielle. I listen to those interview episodes. They're great. There's some incredible information in there. But I get it. It's not just you and I sitting down at the mic like this. And it's been a long time since we've done this. So... Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> I'm, I feel loved. I'm back. You are loved. People have really missed you, especially me. But the next month or two, we are going to be uh, able to record some awesome episodes. So yeah. everybody just know that. Thank you for sticking with us. But um, yeah, now we are back to, you know, Super Bowl's over. Graduations are mostly done. Um, and so we are back hopefully to regular recording and happy July 4th to everybody in the America, in the, in Ameri the America, in the America. Yeah. In the, yeah. So happy July 4th to everybody in the America, everybody else. Happy Sunday. Well, it's going to be Monday when we release this. Yeah. And it's a day off. I think most people are on, are on holiday. Okay. So happy July 4th weekend to all of you Americans and happy Monday to everybody else in the world. Yeah. Or as Mia says, just happy day off. Cause she doesn't like to recognize the, fourth of july <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so this episode is basically like a catch-up listen we've had so much going on in our lives um that people don't really know about but i think is super relatable um you know and, and we're like i said we're going to be going away the two of us as like a quote business trip slash fun trip um we rented a house in upstate new york that we're going to and um, and we're going to basically be doing like marriage and martini stuff. So we're going to do a lot of awesome episodes. But at the same time, we have had so much going on that I felt like, I don't know, it might just be fun to keep like bring people up to date and also uh, stuff that is going on that is really relatable in our lives. So um, I kind of just wanted to do that this episode and keep it a little bit light because uh, you're exhausted. I'm exhausted. I think everybody out there from the uh, the beginning of sort of stage one of re-entering society, everyone's kind of exhausted. Like I, everyone I talk to is like, yeah, man, I do one thing a day right now and I am fucked. Like I am, I go home and I am ready to like sit on the couch the rest of the day and just like recover from the supermarket or recover. <laughs> yeah, well, is it yeah. because quarantine got us lazy and like comfortable with the mm -hmm. fact that we can just sit around for a while and we got cut, you know, when you like, when you start a new workout or, you know, January 1st and you join the gym and then three weeks later, you're like, Meh, you know, right. And then you, you kind of get into that routine of now I'm not doing it anymore. And now we're back into it. 
I guess we're getting exhausted just from being active again. It was probably like cavemen days where they stayed in their cave most of the time. They went outside. They saw like another Neanderthal or, Tall. or Homo sapien or whatever they were. Is that the same thing? No. That's okay. very different. Exactly. So they saw someone and they were like, you know, me, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> me, Mike. <laughs> And then they were like exhausted from the interaction and went back to their cave and hibernated for another six months. I That's think you're sort thinking of, of like bears. Maybe that too. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, it's like it's a very um, it's a different way now because you have a, a social interaction and all of a sudden you feel like you need a recovery. Yeah, I also feel like most of us don't want as much social interaction as we were doing pre-pandemic. Mm-mm. No, I I feel like I felt. No, yes, I'm agreeing with oh, you. Oh, you are. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like we're like okay, maybe I did okay on my own without needing all that social interaction. I need some of it, not quite as much as I had before. I'm I'm kind of content, you know. Yeah, for me, it's not even the social interaction. It's like the getting dressed and having a schedule. I'm loving seeing you know being able to see my friends, and I just drop my kids off. Our our mm-hmm. our kids. The both of us off at the movies with my mom. They, my mom hadn't been to a movie theater in a year and a half. And if you know anything about Linda, she lives and dies by the movies. So um, to drop them off with her at the movies and then I went and had dinner alone and everything was like amazing. Um, so that stuff I'm living for. It's the, it's the back on schedule and the I need to be looking somewhat presentable and you know like I have lots of pants with holes that I can't wear and stuff that's all the stuff that is is harder that I like I I can't get back into like the makeup most of the days and the you know Mm -hmm. like regular clothes and no I'm not there yet right I hear you yeah okay so okay so for any of you out there who have a, a partner who has those busy times of year, um, whether it be, you know, around the holiday season or tax season for anybody who's married to an accountant or, um, you know, there's just, there's a time of year where you're especially busy. That's sort of what we've been going, we've been having this past night, this past month. And there's been like this push pull of, um, you know, of the mental load again, you know, I know we've sort of exhausted the mental load, but it's always there. And, um, you know, I, I just think that this past month, there's been so much happening in our lives that it has, it's really affected us and like the vibe of our house and reentering society and school ending. And Mia is getting evaluated. If you listen to episode, I think it's 166, you know a little bit about that. Um, there's so much going on. So I sort of wanted to like talk about the vibe in the house Mm -hmm. and for anybody who's at home, you know, if you have a busy time of year and I know for a lot of you parents out there, you know, that June or May, depending on where you live and when the end of your school year is, if you're a parent, um, it's fucking chaos. It's craziness. Like there were finals and there's end of the year teacher stuff and, you know, returning stuff to school and getting ready for whatever the summer activities are and making sure you're set up for summer activities. If you work that your kids have somewhere to go during the summer, like there's so much happening in June that it really is almost the worst month 
to have a partner who's gone all the time. Although you could say that about any month because every month is crazy. Yeah, but I get what you're saying about, you know, for us, you know, for June, because I, you know, I'm, I'm away. I'm not here. I'm, you know, I'm working nonstop. So, and with, there's always a lot going on in June, but I feel like this year specifically, there's a lot more going on, like what you said about me with her evaluation and just so many different things happening. There's more than usual. So our vibe and our connection has been affected because of all all of that. So I guess that's what you kind of want to get into, like how our vibes have been, what we've been feeling. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think people can really relate. Like it's been a very disconnected, tense feeling in this house. And, and just in general, like even if it's not tense, it is you, co- you leave the house at 8.15 in the morning and you're home at 7.30, 8 o'clock at night. And in the meantime, not that it's your fault, but there's a whole world of stuff going on that you know nothing about. Right. Yeah. I'm up, you know, I get up really early. I'm not taking care of anything at, you know, 4.30 in the morning, you know, with me as evaluation or, you know, what's happening with the kids going to camp or anything like that. So I'm just kind of, you know, hanging out and relaxing, having my coffee just until it's time to get the kids ready for camp, have my coffee and get showered and get ready to go to work. I'm at work all day. I get home. I am fucking exhausted, especially this month. You know, I'm there six, seven days a week, 11-hour days every day. Like, I just don't even have the mental capacity to even think. What else in my life is going on right now, including my family? (laughs) You know, like, I just don't. It's just so hard for me to, to have. There's no balance. You know, in this month, there's no balance. I have no way of say of trying to balance out, you know, my work with my home with, it's just, I'm focused on work and that's kind of a hundred percent of my mind and that's where I am. And so because of that, you know, our vibe at home has just been, there's been no vibe. There's been nothing. It's just been, I don't even want to say it's negative. It's non-existent. It's a little negative. Well, it isn't a little negative. Well, non-existent is negative, you know, but, but it's not, you know, we have, you called me in tears, you know, about things that you wanted to talk to me about and crying because we haven't had time to talk together. And I was, I didn't even know what to say to you. I was so silent on the phone when you were talking because I couldn't even process that all at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm at work when you called me. Like, I just don't, e- I can't even, it's it's really difficult. And I, you know, you know, I'm walking around on eggshells when I am home because I know you're upset about things that I'm not involved in and you're not in a good mood. I'm exhausted. I'm not in my best mood. Like it's just been a terrible month for us, you know, um, you know, emotionally, you know, physically in every way. Mm -hmm. So how's the vibe been? Yeah. Not, not so good. Yeah. I want to speak a little bit to the whole, you know, evaluation process for, cause I know so many, parents either have gone through it or are or are thinking about going through it with their kids just you know no matter how old they are whether they're toddlers or babies or tweens or teens and it's ADHD or autism or um, learning disabilities you know all of these things that that we have going on um, that we are lucky now that we have all this like research about but 
it is an exhausting process. So for all of you out there going through any of that, I feel you so much because I never could have anticipated the amount of uh, just mental like fortitude it takes in order to go through this process. And, you know, it's been an ongoing process for us. This is something that Mia came to us like five months ago, maybe six months ago now with. And when I researched doctors and everything, I don't know if it's pandemic related or not. They all have insane waiting lists, all these neuropsychologists that, you know, I called probably in March um, and I had like three doctors that I narrowed it down to after all my research that I really wanted to use one of these three. And I kind of went with the one who had the, you know, the, the earliest date, the, the most recent date available. And she's wonderful. Um, but but it it is seriously like learning another language almost in a very short period of time. Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't know anything about all of this. I, I, I can't even, you know, like label what right. it is. Sure. How, how you've never experienced it before. How could you? Right. Um, and I knew I wanted to do it. Mia was so passionate about doing it. Um, and, and honestly, after we did the intake, which was like two and a half hours of me on the phone with it. So she had, all right, so I'll break it down. So Mia, who's 15, came to us. If you listen to episode 166, you know, she came to us basically like, I want to get evaluated. You know, I want to know what's going on. And and in the back of my mind, I was sort of like, yeah, that makes total sense. She's always sort of been on the cusp of, you know, there's always been social issues with her. There's always been um, some academic stuff with her and, and focus issues and you know, like a package of... She's this phenomenal human being, but she's not getting to from point A to point B the same way the rest of her peers are. So it's it's been, um, you know, it, it's been a very like up and down journey with her. She came to us wanting to do this. She was nervous to tell us about it or to tell me about it. Um, in the same way, like people always say, oh, it's so amazing that your daughter was so open with you about coming out as easy as it was for her to come out. It was much less easy for her to, to ask us about the autism evaluation. Like for some reason, she was much less at ease about asking us about the autism evaluation. And I think a lot of that has to do with that. A lot of times girls go unnoticed for having autism because, they are so good at masking it. And she has, in some ways, been really good at masking it. So then they think to themselves, well, wait a minute. Am I, you know, am I not really, you know, on the spectrum? Am, is this something that I've just created in my mind? Because I, I have been able to get by, but yet it's a struggle to get by. Um, and she also might have issues with ADHD and learning disabilities. We've had two evaluations. We go for the third this week. So, you know, there's so many layers to it. And I think she is really unpacking all of that, um, you know, with herself and with her neuropsychologist, with her therapist, uh, with me sort of helping her. And um, it's been 
a real process. But, you know, it is driving to the Upper West Side every week right now. Um, you know, it's an hour and a half, basically, by the time you park and, and get there. Um, she's in there basically from 1030 until like 4 p.m. Um, doing all these kind of activities and you don't even know what they're doing. You think they're doing one thing, but they're really looking for something else so that they can really like break it down. Um, and then, you know, there was the intake, which is like two and a half hours, which is super exhausting, where they're asking me things like from when she was a baby and when she was a toddler. And, you know, thank God it was our first kid because I have like 17 notebooks full of stuff. Right. Thank God it wasn't about the the other two. like The other two. I think they're named Ian and Jonah. <laughs> because we have, we have no documentation I have whatsoever nothing. about I have their... nothing, nothing. Anything that's remembered from them is that Mia remembers. It's terrible. <laughs> but with her, I have thankfully at least all of this documentation. Yeah, but there's th- things that stood out that we remember. About her. Yeah. Oh, the yes. The eating and the fidgeting. Absolutely. And the, you know, the, all the... You know, and then you say to yourself, did I how did I miss this? Like you start to feel guilt about yourself. Like, Oh my God, is this, she's 15 and she's gone, you know, and, and we really got to, we hit a concrete wall this year with her academically and emotionally. And, um, you know, you say to yourself, Holy shit, am I to blame for this? But at the same time you say to yourself, you know, it, it didn't really match exactly what you learn about autism. So there's this whole reframing of what's going on with, all of this. And, um, but, you know, so listen, yes, she I've was been... our first kid. We didn't know what the hell we were doing anyway. We don't, we can't look for signs of any, like we were so, we were so young ourselves. We just thought she was like a quirky kid. Like she is a quirky kid. Yeah. But we don't, what, what do we know? Like we didn't miss out on anything because we didn't recognize it. We were just trying to keep this kid alive and fed. Like that's all we knew. And I think, I think, uh, you know, in the last 15 years since she's been born, there has been so much transformation and formation of what being on the spectrum looks like. So, you know, what what we thought it to be at that time and what it's thought to be now has progressed and evolved so much. So, Mm -hmm. you know, a little bit, we were comparing her maybe to what we thought autism was supposed to be anyway the important thing is that we find out what is going on in her brain that we get the feedback we get the evaluation and whether or not it's autism adhd learning disabilities whatever that we just get her the help she needs and that's it and i had so many people i i posted a story when i was in the waiting room on one of the days waiting for her to come out and to you know not to come out, to come out of the office, to specify, um, to come out of the office. And, and I said, you know, that uh, I was worried that, you know, I had missed something or, and so many people, so many people messaged me and were like, yeah, my kid is 15, 18, 23, 25. I'm, you know, I'm getting evaluated. I'm 50. I'm this and that. And like, and people were so supportive of the fact that, Thankfully, now there is no age limit that you you get evaluated whenever you want. You get a diagnosis whenever you feel like you need to. And, um, you know, and and thankfully we are doing it. And and no matter what it is, we will get her the help she needs. She knows she's loved. She knows she's supported. And that's all we can do. 
listen, if you know, getting her this this evaluation, I think it, for us, it's mostly for her. It, she wants to know. She is interested to know. I I'm not concerned in any way. You asked me in when you asked me these questions for the episode if I was nervous in any way. The answer is no. I know she has the potential. I know it should, whatever she wants to do in life, and and she's passionate about. Well. We'll help get her there, and and that's all. I just want her to be happy. I want her to be comfortable with herself, and I want her to be successful in whatever she wants to do, and we'll be able to do that. So I think really this thing is this evaluation. I, I After school, I guess, I guess she needs it for school as well, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So after that, I, I'm not nervous in any way. I just want, you know, just to be able to ease her mind, help her get in the way of whatever she wants to do, and just help her out with that. Um, but let's, I want to move on to, um, expectations of each other, but I want to take a break first and okay. We'll right expectations back. of each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, so I want to see if you agree with me on this because this was something that you didn't ask me, but I added on about... Um, Is that allowed? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Because you were asking about the tone of our household and our vibe and all of that, and that kind of led me to this. I just want to—I th- want to see if you think if do you feel that our expectations for each other's roles have been too much recently? We've been kind of following our typical roles and responsibilities, but they've been so extreme lately for all the reasons that we just discussed. You know, with me nonstop working, with you taking care, you know, with all the kids and everything, you know, we've we've been having these not arguments, but like I said before, you called me crying one day because, you know, I'm not involved enough or you know whatever. Just you you've been doing what you're you've been doing your thing to the extreme. I've been doing my thing to the extreme. Are we expecting too much of each other? Does that make sense at all? Well, I think here's the thing. I think we have two people and a, and jobs enough for 10 people. Right. That's my that's kind of my point. Like you're taking on way too much with what you usually do as am I. I right. Absolutely. And that that's what makes it all sort of like, I think we got to a point where, you know, we, I think we did really well during the pandemic. I think we did really well during quarantine. We had a good time. We bonded with the kids. It was okay. We got through probably, you know, most of 2020 and part of 21, even if like we were complaining somewhat, we still got like through it pretty well. The kids were doing pretty well. We were doing pretty well. And then I think we hit a fucking wall and, and all of us, like, I think we were just done and you know and they there's this there's this term that i keep hearing about called languishing which is exactly how i feel like i've especially in june part of may too because you you worked a lot in may also and and you know the 
the definition for languishing is failing to make progress or be successful. And they're calling it the dominant emotion of 2021. It's not depression. It's just sort of feeling joyless and aimless between uh, like the evaluation and Mia had finals, you know, I had to get her caught up for Ian needs to see a new therapist and like get on medication for his ADHD. I feel lately like I am just this vessel for everybody else. Like I, I feel like I am a robot, but like a robot who like still like gets her period and has PMS and like has needs and shit and like wants to have fun and wants to see her husband and want. So I am like sort of this vessel to get, you know, to, to get stuff done. But I'm more than a vessel. I am a feeling human being. And so it makes it hard. Yet uh, I'm a means to an end because I am in charge of, you know, making sure that all of this shit gets done. But the languishing, I just want to say the languishing feeling is real. And I think that's what a lot of people are feeling like. What like what the fuck? I wake up in the morning and like this is how I feel. I feel like I just want to get through the day to get back in bed and watch my shows at night and go to sleep. <laughs> right. Which that we, <laughs> is my priority right now. Right, of course. But but I don't know if other people are feeling like that or are feeling more like, ah, oh, we're at the end of the pandemic and people are going out into the world and it's fantastic. Right. But I want to talk about the like the small mundane things that we're both responsible for. You have yours and I have mine. And we have so much big shit going on but I feel so stressed about the things that are our everyday responsibilities, the ones that I take care of and you for the ones that you take care of, the stupid things. But what kind of make our life go round? Like you, you're always complaining about laundry and you don't have time to do laundry. You know, for me, you know, I'm working so much and, you know, you need a new car, your lease is up, it's time to get a new car. I, you know, I take care of that and, I don't have time. I like it. It's so hard for me to even comprehend. How do I start looking? How do I start getting involved with this? Th- those kinds of things. I mean, we're both just supposed to go on with taking care of this stuff with so much intense, real shit going on right now. And I don't know. I leave, I leave your responsibilities to you. You leave mine to me. Are we expecting too much of each other to just keep going that way? Is that too much to throw you at one second there? No, uh, listen, the whole thing is that we are two people and there are enough jobs in this household for 10 people. Right. We need a staff. We need clones. We need a staff. Like we literally need a staff and we can't. And so it all falls on us and something has to give. And I think I, you know, I walk around the house and it's it's a disaster you know, I look at myself in the mirror and I feel like I'm a disaster. I am putting my energy right now into my kids, into making sure that Mia is getting the help that she needs into. Right. Making- you're, you're putting your energy into the important things, you know. Well, that- listen, everybody has their, you know, their different stuff. And, and I do feel like a failure in a lot of ways. I feel like a failure in the fact that. I can't keep my house clean. I, you know, I can't look decent during the day. I can't, there are things that I can't do. I I can't, I feel like I can't be like a loving, doting wife right now. I have to 
prioritize a little bit and I only have, especially because of the languishing, I only have so much energy and it's going to Mia finishing school after, I don't know if people know this, she got COVID and she got sick. And so she had to make up finals and that was super huge. And, you know, it was a terrible time for her to get COVID. We don't even know how she got it. Um, And then the evaluation and I need to put, you know, into that and and getting them ready for camp and ending school. And like, I feel like I have to pick and choose. And and then I look around at women who are like... who are, you know, their houses are clean and they, they look great and they, and I'm like, how the fuck are you doing it all? I can't do it all. And, and this has been an intense month and you've been gone. And, you know, I think we're both sort of, we're not slacking. I don't think by any means, I think we just are two people as a lot of people, I think will relate doing the job of 10 people. Well, yeah. We're not slacking, but I, I think we're just fucking up in certain ways because we don't have the time or the mental capacity to, to be able to, like, uh, what day is it today? Saturday? Yesterday, you know, like, I had to make an appointment because Mia, her air conditioner isn't working, and I hired a guy. I forgot about it, and I forgot to tell you. So some guy showed up at the door yesterday, yeah. mm-hmm. and you texted me like, hey, yeah. <laughs> you know, is this guy supposed to be? Like, but just things that we're supposed to do that we forget or what? Like, those those everyday kind of, mm-hmm. you know, small things that we're just trying to put on the back burner, but they need to get done. And we're just kind of fucking up at it. And I think that's okay, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the important things have to get done first. Yeah, you know, I've done a lot of escapism in the past few months also. Like, I deal with the kids during the day and stuff, and then I get, as I said before, I get into bed at night, and I can't wait to get into my TV show or my movie mm-hmm. or whatever it is I'm watching, and you too. Like, I almost oh, yeah. feel more invested in their life and their livelihood than I do in my own. Yeah, by the way, sorry to cut you off there, I'm, I'm re-watching Dexter right now, and if you haven't, Ever watch Dexter? Please do. It holds up today. It's the I never most. Have. Inc- you never saw it? Never. Oh, I thought you did. I spoiled it for you. I told you about something. But um, no, I didn't. it's I didn't it it's track. one of the greatest shows ever. And I'm well, almost done. I started it like like I I watch it in the morning and at night and that's it. And I started it three four weeks ago and I'm almost done. So it's it's that good. It'll keep you going. Yeah, you see all these things on Facebook and everything right now. Everybody's posting like, I've watched everything. What should I watch now? Like, because I think everybody needs that escapism. And and I sometimes feel like, holy shit, I have reached the fucking end of streaming TV. I have watched everything I want to watch. But it it is, it's been such an amazing release to be invested in something other than our own life. You know, it's Mm -hmm. been such an escape during all of this, like the podcasts, the, the audiobooks that I've listened to, the, the TV shows, the movies, I feel a different kind of investment in them. I think than I did pre pandemic. Like I feel almost like I want them all to be real. Yeah. You want, you want to get so involved in these shows and these characters because it's, it's such an escape from reality. Yeah. And it and, works. It really and does. And I like them better right now almost than I like my own family. Like I'm like, I just, I don't know. But I also realized during watching it, I, I watched this week. I'm not ashamed of it. In okay. one day I watched all seven episodes of Mayor of Easttown. 
And the next day, I watched all 10 episodes of Hacks because I happened to have two days where I was just like doing work and stuff and I did work while I was watching it. And I think I might have an old, uh, older, I don't know what the correct terminology is, an old er woman fetish. But I don't know if it's a fetish because I don't need it to get off. I just so it could be a kink. like it. Could be a kink. Right. Could be just a turn on. I'm not sure. <laughs> but Jean Smart, if any of you don't know Jean Smart, go look her up. She's fantastic. She was in the May the Mayor of Easttown and in Hacks. And the whole time I'm like, I am in love with her. So I have realized that about myself. I like older women. I'm not surprised. Right. Yeah. No, it's not surprising no, at all. Not at all. Okay. Let's take another break. And I was just getting into my kinks and fetishes and you're cutting me off. Oh, you're doing a whole thing about no. kinks and fetishes? No, not at all. But Gene okay. Smart, if you're listening. Okay. <laughs> right back. I love you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, so I researched it. Jean Smart, who's in Hacks and um, Mayor of Easttown, and she was in Designing Women, for those of you who are I remember sure that show. Yeah, she was the blonde. Okay. She's super hot. Okay. I don't, I don't remember uh, so specifically. So she is around the same age as your mom. <laughs> oh. And you're... Which makes it a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I I wholeheartedly like love her. Okay. That's, yeah, a little a weird. A little weird, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like, but it you would say fetish, but I don't think it's a fetish because I don't need to see an older woman to No, get you're just ready to be old. And Maybe. that's the whole thing. Maybe I am. Yeah. Uh, it's kind I want to ask you a question because we have both been so exhausted. Have you been masturbating? No. Me either. No. But I'm not a big masturbator anyway. Oh. I, I, I kind of, I mean, when I was a teen, I was, but. No, not even like at all when we're uh, we don't really talk about this. I mean, we talk about it maybe on the podcast, but like I am usually a pretty big masturbator, especially if I'm watching a show that's like sexual and stuff. And I've been watching a lot of sexual shows. I am like I I feel like right now I am so grossed out by my I'm like bitch take a shower like I won't even <laughs> no but no for and that makes me feel guilty because we're going away and we'll get into that but I need to get back into the like you are a live person who is like a breathing lucky woman to be 43 and like vibrant and living and energetic and not that I'm that energetic but I very much am like, oh, shit, I don't even like I I feel like I know I've reached my low point when I don't want to masturbate. OK, well, no, I, I look at it as number one, it's either at 430 in the morning when I get up and that's not happening or it's at 10 o'clock at night. So don't laugh at me, everybody. But that's when I go to sleep. <laughs> 
I don't have time. Mm-hmm. And I think about it and I'm like, oh, I got to clean up and I got, you know, it's a oh, process. Really? And like, really? I don't just masturbate and go to sleep. Why not? No, 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 no. I lay out. I got, I got, I roll the toilet paper over I know, my hand twice. About yeah. This. So, yeah. So, like, I have a process. You won't, you can't do it without rolling the toilet paper. No. What about no, no. just rubbing it into yourself? What does that mean? Like sometimes if you come, if we're, if we're having sex and you come on me, I'm just like, I'll just rub it in and it's fine. No, 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 no. Tissues all over my, oh. my body. Like, no. <laughs> we're talking about this as our dog is having gas in this room. Do you smell it? No. It's horrible. It'll come across. Yeah. But no, no, it's a process for me. So it's like, yeah, I feel it. And then it's like, no. Oh, I don't. Yeah, feel- I don't feel any interest no, at all. I, I get a- Which makes me know how repulsed by myself I am. No, I I get the feeling and it's just like, no, the process is too much and mm-hmm. I just don't have the energy to mm-hmm. take care of it and clean up and go to the bathroom and wash my fa- my hands and no. You don't have to wash your It's not like a your I know, but I just I yeah, I just no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, listen. I get it because <laughs> I am the same way and that's how I know that I am languishing. Yeah. I am just feeling like aimless and no Well, how are you feeling about getting back into society now? Like without wearing a mask and oh, I love not wearing a mask. Isn't it great? It's amazing. Oh. I I love it. Uh, you know, I, we only our youngest is not vaccinated yet, and he's, you know, hopefully by September when he goes back to school, he's he's only nine, so he can't get vaccinated yet. But uh, and he doesn't even care about. Well, he's fine wearing a mask. Like he doesn't give a shit. Right. But um, oh, I I absolutely love it, and I'm super like. There's so many ways that I'm so excited about going back into society, like. Like I said, I dropped the kids and my my mom off at the movies and I was just like, this is like, uh, this is the best thing ever. Like my mom, you know, my best memories of childhood are going to the movies with my mom and I know my kids feel the same way and like now they're getting to do that again. It's amazing. But I'm also sort of like, I need to figure out how I'm doing this without getting exhausted every other second. And... I think that there's part of me that's like certain things about our old life, like all our vacations. We used to take a ton of vacations, like cruising. Mm-hmm. We were big into cruises. Mm. Now I'm like, what the fuck were we thinking? <laughs> right. No more cruises. Like <laughs> we used to get on this boat. No, but I would. With thousands of other people, no ventilation, like you, you know, nothing. Like you get, you know, if you got an outside cabin even you're not like keeping your balcony door open because it's 90 degrees outside i want the cruise industry to do phenomenally well i don't know that i'm cruising anytime soon okay i would not that i'm looking forward to it or in in any way but if we decided hey let's do a cruise i would have no problem getting on the cruise like you know after being vaccinated I, i feel nothing anymore Mm -hmm. i'll go anywhere i'll do anything i don't give a shit anymore Right, I, it's know, more like fine. the. Like, do I really need to be like on a cruise ship with four thousand other people? Yeah, and, yeah, you but know. It, but it, but if we were okay, mm-hmm. fine, you mm-hmm. know, I'll go. But you know, I'm happy we're vaccinated. I feel good. I'm ready to, to go out into the real world again. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what else you got? Well, so we have not been away the two of us. I would say in at least a year and a half. And when we were away before, like pre-pandemic. It was job related. It was business. This is the first, and we are going away kind of half for business. You know, it's, we have. Half? I feel like we're going away to like go together and work. 
Right, which chess we love. Yeah. But also, you know, it's the first time that we're going away, the two of us, for more than a night or two Mm -hmm. in maybe two years, probably more. And, you know, I I just wonder, like, do you feel pressure? I sort of feel pressure. Like, do you feel it? And it's only we have four nights away. It's not even like a week or a week and a half. We have four nights, just the two of us. Are you feeling, and I'm wondering this with people at home too, like, now that things are going back, you sort of have had not an excuse, but you know, it, listen, if you don't want to have sex, it's a pandemic. If you don't want to be romantic, it's a pandemic. If you don't want to go out on a date, it's a pandemic. Like all these things that make sense and are probably true, but are also sort of like, it's a nice excuse to have. Are you feeling pressure about going away, the two of us, and like doing all the things? Uh, what do you mean by pressure? Like the pressure, you know, to 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 be romantic, to get the business stuff done, to reconnect, to okay, all right. So all of that stuff, to- yes, I think so because we're not for all the reasons that we talked about in this whole episode. Yeah, I do feel the pressure because we're not in our best place ever and we've had trouble connecting and I want this to be a thing that we can just go away and reconnect and just be and I hope that's what it's going to be where it's not going to be, hey, you know, you're not present in this way and I don't think you're doing this and like that's not what I want it to be and I'm nervous that we're going to start, you know, go away and argue with each other about all the reasons that we're frustrated with each other and all the things that we're doing that the other person is not like we both need to get away and just be and just exist and just kind of reconnect and just love each other and just fuck everything else. If that's possible for just four days, that's what I want it to be. And if that's what it can be, then no, I feel no pressure. It's only four days. Okay. So for I'll take four days over nothing, which is what we've had for a long time. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I feel a ton of pressure going away. What? Tell me why. Well, I feel a ton of pressure in that like I have, we haven't had sex or done anything intimately since last july when your mom had the kids overnight and we did you know if you haven't listened to the smoke them if you've got them episode you planned this whole night for us that was a year ago and we was that a year no it wasn't we were living here we weren't here in july oh so whatever as soon as we moved in we did it then september no i just got back from the beach because that was the only way your mom would have taken the kids that they were just they were just tested so, yes, we moved in mid-August. I think it was a week or two after we moved in. Was it that long yes. ago? So we did the the whole thing. It was great or whatever, but I was even nervous about that. Um, that was the last time we were really, like, intimate without it being like, a, okay, the kids are going to walk in at any second. I'm mm-hmm. super nervous. I'm not enjoying this. Just get it done. Just finish. Just do what you got to do. Just... That was the last, like, I don't know if I remember how to, like, be intimate, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I do. I, I understand. Right. And I, I'm nervous about that. I'm nervous about, um, you know, listen, the pressure of at least we're sort of easing our way in. Like, we're not going to, like, 
a sexy resort in the Caribbean or anything. No, we're, we're Air- in like a small <laughs> cottage. We're Airbnb a tiny home. Right. A we're, tiny house. We're, it's not a tiny house. It's a loft house. But but at the same time, we're sort of like working our way back of, okay, like right now, this is our date night. I put on a, I showered. I put on a little makeup. Showering's enough. I have my sweatpants on and my L.L. Bean slippers. <laughs> and like that's our date night. And I'm like, right. okay, I know I'm not having sex tonight because we're exhausted. You're working tomorrow. All that stuff. Is that my like, um, don't no, come in kind I'm of thing? I'm happy as shit <laughs> about that. But I do feel a little pressure of we're going to be going away. This is like four nights of I don't know what. I don't even know, really. We haven't really even connected. Like, I don't even know what you find sexy anymore. I just know this isn't it. <laughs> so, like... No, the LLB and slippers don't do it for me. Right. So, think. I just don't even know anymore. Like, I feel like we've lost in this pandemic that whole aspect of our relationship mm-hmm. completely. And I feel like maybe, you know, this is a good intro into our relationship to go to this place for a few days and then I think we need to come home and book the next level. <laughs> no, that's not Danielle. Danielle is you book the next level while on vacation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're on vacation researching the next vacation. But not this one because I feel like that's usually like this is a big step for us. That That's usually like I'm booking the next vacation when it's something that, you know, we've been like we're not. We're not used to going on vacation now. So, Mm -hmm. but yes, I I understand what you're saying. Okay. So do you not want to go or? I want (laughs) to go. I'm nervous to go. I I think everybody is nervous. I'm nervous to spend all that time together and have that pressure. Are you feeling awkward sexually? Like, yes. Yeah, I I get that. Yes. I'm very awkward sexually right now. Yeah. Super awkward. I understand. Even with myself. Super awkward. (laughs) I'm just really awkward. Are you giving yourself pickup lines to like just to masturbate? No, I just, I, I feel like I don't even know what's like, I just don't even know what's sexy anymore. Like I just feel lost in all of that. Right. But I, Other than what I watch on TV. See, don't, don't do that. Because that's not real. I know. You know? It's still. Okay. All right. I want to get into one other thing. Other updates. Vaping. Whoa, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you just jump right into because this. Because I want to know what's going on. Well, you, here. I, the smoke em, if you got him episode, we talked about you started vaping. Not started vaping. You were keeping it from me. I'm wondering how you, okay. you wanted to quit. So here's what I came up with. for I, I, I said in the beginning of the episode that I had a bonus thing. So I had some goals that I set for myself over a month ago that I wanted to try to. I didn't talk to you about. I didn't tell you about. But I want to just get into that. I think you have some goals too, right? Always. Okay. I'm always having goals. Now, this wasn't a goal, but I haven't been drinking for about a month now at all. I drank, I had, what, two drinks one time in the last month and a half because we did um, a recording for the podcast. But other than that, and the weird thing is, I have not been craving it at all. Like if we were ever in a situation that, like, hey, let's have a glass of wine or whatever. I was like, not interested. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because I'm just too tired or mm-hmm. whatever the reason is. I just, not at all. Like, just not into it. It wasn't a goal, but I'm happy I did it, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like a dry June without making a dry June. 
Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, and it's fine. Like, I'm not even... It's weird. Great. <laughs> I guess. Uh, the second one was a first real goal. I've been working out every morning. I know you I'm have. very happy with myself for doing that. And it's nothing crazy. I'm not doing fucking P90X again or anything like that. But maybe 20, 30 minutes at most that I just work out every morning. Whatever it is, I've been doing it every day. So I'm very happy with myself for doing that. Mm-hmm. And, all right. So as far as the vaping that you were asking about. You've been uh, vaping like crazy. I was vaping like fucking crazy. I quit. Uh, this is cigarette vaping, not, not vaping. No, nicotine vaping, not yeah, cigarette vaping. Okay, whatever. Yeah, nic- nicotine vaping. Uh, jewel, fucking stupid fucking jewel. All right, so I talked about that I quit on an episode a long time ago, and I did quit for a week, and then I went back to it. It's too hard to quit cold turkey. Uh, I could easily go back to when we used to smoke cigarettes just once in a while. Like, it, we did that for what? 15 years, just socially kind of smoking cigarettes. Vaping is so much harder than to quit than smoking cigarettes. So I finally decided a week ago I really needed to try to do this for real and not just quit cold turkey. And I went out. I went to our local Walgreens <laughs> and I bought some nicotine patches. Oh really? I've been wearing them every day for the week. I didn't. I didn't stop completely the vaping, but uh, a little bit here, a little bit there. I wear the patch all day. I don't. I don't vape all day. Maybe a little bit in the morning. Maybe a little bit at night. And like I was going through a pot. If anybody who who uses a jewel, do you know what the pot is? I've been using. I was using a pot a day, which is kind of like the equivalent of smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. So as far as nicotine levels, so it was making me feel like shit. It was time to stop. I've had it. It was enough. Um, but it's really hard to quit. I did, like I said, I tried to quit a cold turkey. I couldn't do it. I did it for a week. I went back to it. It's really hard. This patch fucking helps a lot. Wow. I wear it and I don't even want to even like before when I quit cold turkey, I was, we have this like mini mart in my shopping center, I was, I was going across the street to buy it, uh, another one. So I got, cause I didn't bring it to work. I was thinking I was going to quit. I went to buy it halfway through the day and, you know, take it, you know, but with the patch really helps. I didn't think it was going to, and it really does kill the crate. If anybody's thinking about trying to quit cigarettes or vaping or, or anything, try the patch. It really does work. I, I, I've had no craving whatsoever being on the patch. I do take it off, and I do have one once in a while. Uh, maybe, like I said, a little bit in the morning, a little bit at night, but all day. I said I had a. I, I said I had a pod a day. I had one pod throughout this whole week. Okay. So that's a good progression, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. Be proud of me. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> No, so but why I, don't you like take it out and vape during when we're recording? Because I'm trying not to do it as much as possible. I right, but I I haven't seen you vape in a year and a half. Well, I hide it. Right, I know that. Yeah, but so. how do you do that? Like for a whole, and like, aren't you you you're at work all day? You're not worried about your I don't, mom. I don't do it during or? the. I don't do it at work during the day anymore. No, oh. no, because with the patch, the, with the nicotine patch, it I don't. I have no. 
Like, look, trust me. I do want it. I'm like, I'm going to throw out this fucking patch and go out and buy another jewel and do it again. Like, but I, I get through that much easier because I'm wearing this patch. It's, it's, um, it really does help. Great. A lot. So, okay, so like I, you know, in a week I've gone mm-hmm. through one pod instead of five, six, seven, which is awesome. And I'm very happy about that. And I'm weaning off of it now. Instead of just trying to be like, oh, I'm fucking quitting. That's it. I'm done. It's not that easy. All right. I'm, I'm proud of you. You should be. I am. I'm proud of you. But, um, but well, this yeah. is my first time having a drink. And I and without. All right. Well, I'll sit outside with you and have a cigarette. See, right now. I. How's right. that for, for uh, support? <laughs> no, no, honestly, like I look forward to going back to the way it was and just occasionally having cigarettes. Yeah, but, I can't even remember the last time I had a cigarette. Maybe you. Yeah. OK. Uh, I, well, for me, it's been three years. No, you've had no, you've had cigarettes in between. I have. Yeah. But but I haven't had a cigarette probably in six months. But I am planning on when we go away having a cigarette. Yeah. So I was very excited about us going away that I'm not going to bring the jewel. I'm not right. going to, you know, have it with me. I want to just like have drinks and, you know, smoke cigarettes like we used to. Yeah. You know, and then come I think back. When you're away, whatever you have to do, the bond, you just do the bonds. Like yeah, of that course. was part of always part of our, our stuff. But, um, but I wanted to also say about the challenge that we want to do. Okay. A little bit before we go. So we put out, you know, the ebook. If you haven't bought it, marriagemartinis.com slash DNQ. All the support has been overwhelmingly amazing. Thank you so much. And the feedback has been incredible. One of the surprising things that we put in the ebook that has gotten some of the most feedback has been the stuff I wish you would you you would know. And that's something that has been really like important to me. Basically, the topic is there's stuff that I'm passionate about or that I, you know, my work or my my hobbies or my passions that I wish you would know more about. Um, and mine for you has always been, you know, I wish you would have more female centered interest in podcasts or TV or movies or music. Um, yours for me, I believe in the in the challenge is that you want me to be more focused on our financial situation. Well, I'd rather you understood it. Right. Before you even thought about getting involved. Okay. So, so we are going to work on that a little bit. So we're going, we're going to plan a 30 day challenge for everybody. It will be free. Um, but it is a 30 day challenge of you and your partner understanding more about whatever it is you want each other to know. I think it's an amazing bonding experience. If you haven't bought the ebook yet, that part of the ebook has been, I think, the most talked about part, which is surprising to me because I would have thought it would have been other parts. But um, everybody seems to love that. So by that, start the introduction phase. And then we are going to put out a guide, a free guide to do the challenge. And then we'll talk about that. But um, that will be a podcast episode in a few weeks or maybe a month. Um, so I think that'll be super fun yeah, and, I'm and all, really interesting. <laughs> I hope you think it's going to be fun. It will be. I, I think I'm all ready. I've got everything. All my gears are turning. Yeah, because so many of us feel like there's so much that we want our partner to know that they don't know. Right. 
Yeah. So I think that's a, a, this is a really good opportunity to teach your partner more about what you want them to know, but at the same time, they're teaching you more about what they want you to know. So I think it's a, it's a really good balance and I think it's really important and I think it's a, a really great bonding experience. So Go buy the ebook if you haven't. There is a 15% off coupon right now for our listeners, a summer love for 15% off. And go and uh, start the things I wish you would know. I can never remember what I titled it, but it's something like that. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And thanks love for sticking amb- with us. Uh, the episodes we're going to do when we are away will be much more focused, much more, um, you know, topic oriented. This was like a catch up and we will do all of that. (laughs) Love being back. Yeah, we missed you. (laughs) Thanks guys. All right. Bye. Bye.